I'm on day three of my seven-week Canada road trip. Uh, it's been a great trip so far. I'm on the Via Rail train that moved out of Edmonton and now is on its way to Toronto. I've just woken up this morning and we've moved over the border from Manitoba into Ontario. I've been on board two days and two nights and it's absolutely a spectacular ride. This is the Canadian. It's a train that goes from Vancouver all the way out to Toronto. It's Dana from Can Learn English, and you're listening to the Can Learn English podcast. With the Can Learn English podcast, you'll learn how to speak English like a Canadian through common expressions and vocabulary, plus interesting facts about Canada in every episode. So let's get started. Learning a language takes a lot of work. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you're already on your way to fluency. If you want some help getting to that next level, then you can join the Can Learn English Podcast Plus membership. This really allows you to develop your listening skills, pronunciation, grammar, and more. Go to canlearnenglishpodcast.com for more details. Hey guys, what's up? How is it going? I cannot believe that we're already almost through September. Like, where has September gone? This is actually one of my favorite months of the year. I just love when the temperature changes and you get to put away all your summer clothes and take out those nice, cozy sweaters. I just love it. I love September. I always loved going back to school as well. So I think that's part of the reason that I like September so much. So let's get straight into our episode. The expression today is train of thought. Train of thought. So let's take a look at the individual words in this expression. So train is a mode of transportation that is on rails. Of is a preposition which expresses a relationship and thought is the action or process of thinking. So when we put all those words together, it's meant to represent the process of linking one thought to another in a common thread, train of thought. So let me tell you when we most commonly use the expression train of thought. Now I want you to picture a situation and I'm sure this is a situation that we've all been in. You're talking to someone and you completely forgot what you were going to say. Now this might happen in a meeting when you're giving a presentation to a room full of people or maybe it just happens in a regular conversation. Usually when you do this, when you lose your train of thought, it's because you're distracted and, you know, you just freeze to gather your ideas. When this happens, you might say to someone, oh, I'm sorry, I've lost my train of thought. This also might happen if you're interrupted by someone else. Maybe it's a similar situation. Let's take the meeting, for example, and say someone doesn't turn off their cell phone. It goes off during your presentation and it distracts you and you lose your train of thought. Now, 
you usually wouldn't say to the person, hey, turn that off. I lost my train of thought. Usually we kind of take the blame on ourselves and we say, oh my goodness, I've lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. But we can also lose our train of thought when we're alone. We live in a world of distractions. We're constantly multitasking. I don't think that anybody can say that they haven't been distracted by social media like Instagram or Facebook or WhatsApp can be very challenging. So even if you're in a state of hyper-focus, you might get a notification on your phone from one of your friends, you click on it, you read it, you go back to what you're doing and you completely forget what you were thinking, what your train of thought was. Now let's head back to the example when you're in a group and you lose your train of thought. As a language learner, you might lose your train of thought more easily because you will be searching for a word and then you can't remember and you're trying to translate. And a lot of people get embarrassed when this happens. They get really embarrassed when they lose their train of thought. And this is one of the reasons that people hate public speaking. So what should you do the next time that you lose your train of thought? Well, the first thing you can do is to make it look intentional. There is nothing wrong with taking a moment to carefully craft your next statement or to give your audience a moment to soak up what you're saying. During this time, just try and avoid those fillers like mmms and ahs because it can be pretty distracting for your audience. I know when I was training to become a lifeguard and first aid instructor, We would often give a presentation on a certain topic to the group to practice. And my instructor would actually go and tick off how many times we said um or ah during the presentation. And he taught us when this happens, when you feel like you need to go um, just don't. Because the pause is a lot longer in your head than it is for the audience. And This was really useful to me. I started to practice doing that. And later on in my career, I went on to do some public speaking. And I found this strategy really useful. The next thing you can do when you've lost your train of thought is paraphrase. So this is to repeat what you just said. So you can say something like, let's review what we just covered before we move on. Repeat what you had to say and give your brain a little bit of time to catch up. And finally, if you lose your train of thought, you can recover by asking your audience for some input. You could say, so what do you think about this so far? And this is a great way to let yourself recover. Moving on to our listen and repeat section. In this section, you can practice your pronunciation by repeating this phrase after me. So we're going to use the phrase, I've lost my train of thought. I'm going to break down each word so you can practice your pronunciation. I've, I've lost, I've lost my train of thought. I've lost my train of thought. Are you enjoying the Can Learn English podcast? If you are and you're listening on iTunes, please just take a minute to rate and review this podcast. This helps other students know about the podcast because it helps it rank higher on Apple Podcasts. So if you are listening with Apple Podcasts, just scroll down and give me a star rating. 
And I'd also love to read about what you think about the podcast. So if you'd like to, you can also leave a comment. That clip in the beginning was from a YouTuber named Dan King, and he is talking about his cross-Canada road trip, and more specifically, his time on a via rail train from Edmonton to Toronto. And since our expression is train of thought, we're going to talk about trains in Canada, and more specifically, this train like Dan took across Canada. I found a blog post on a site called followmeaway.com, which is a travel blog written by a couple named Victoria and Terence. And they took a trip across Canada with via rail and wrote a post called 15 things to know before taking the train across Canada. I think this article was really interesting, so I'm going to read a few of their tips. The first thing that they say you need to know is that Via Rail is the only company to offer cross-Canada train travel. Via Rail is owned by the Canadian government and is the only company to offer travel from one end of Canada to the other. So if you're looking to travel between Halifax on the East Coast all the way to Vancouver on the West Coast, then you're going to have to book through Via Rail. Don't worry about having just one choice. Via Rail has been operating for decades and is a trusted name in train travel across Canada. So if you're taking a train in Canada, you'll be riding with Via Rail. The next thing they say is the entire cross-Canada journey will take between five and six days with no stops. So depending on the time of year that you decide to take the train across Canada, the whole trip will take you maximum six days. This is because you have to be sure that the Canadian train schedules match up with your connecting trains. So there are different trains that you take. The Canadian runs between Vancouver to Toronto. So that trip will be four days straight. But if you want the true transcontinental, so the whole country experience, you start in Halifax, you take the ocean all the way to Montreal, then you take a commuter train down to Toronto, and then you can get on the Canadian to Vancouver. Now they said winter is the best time to take the train across Canada. You might be thinking, uh, no thanks, it's way too cold, but there are some amazing benefits. During the winter, you can book the transcontinental train journey for much cheaper than in high season, and you will enjoy huge benefits, including less people to compete with for views on the train. Now, they suggest that you make sure that you pack a warm winter coat and sweater if you want to be cozy while on board. If you're planning to stop over in different cities, there are lots of great tourist attractions. And during the off-season, so during the winter, they're also much cheaper. You also get some really great views on the train in the wintertime because all of the leaves will have fallen off the trees, which gives you a nice view to the landscapes. And finally, they say that sleeping on the train is magically relaxing. So Victoria and Terrence said that they've slept in cars, on planes, and on cruise ships. And sleeping on the train in Canada was something special, and it was one of the best parts about taking a train trip. 
The sound of the Canadian rail cars traveling over the metal tracks, coupled with the relaxing movement of the train, rocked them to sleep. This is what they said. They said that the motion of the train was perfect enough to feel relaxed without feeling anxious about constant movement. If you would like to read the rest of their 15 things to know before you take a train across Canada, I will put a link on the website with this podcast. That's it for our episode today. Again, thank you so much for listening. If you want more information on how you can get the weekly transcripts and a weekly expression course, all you need to do is go to canlearnenglishpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and until next time, bye-bye.